Oh, the jelly donut feeling. Then, and pretty much up until she met Sig, Anna thought that a lust and a donut was a crazy comparison. But then, well, not so much. Feeling all donutty inside, Anna waited, clutched her gun. Come here, Sig said. But instead of waiting, he stood and walked to her, pressing close as he reached over and closed the office door. He took the gun out of her hand and put it on Sue's desk. How can I come here when you're here already, she said, half of the sentence mumbled against his shoulder. He smelled like oranges, black ink, and baby lotion, the gloppy pink kind his wife probably picked out on aisle three. The baby's name was Hadley, a little girl born almost a year ago. On bad nights, Anna wondered about the horrible significance of Sig and his wife having a baby exactly in the middle of his and Anna's affair. Then she remembered there wasn't any significance, but something actual and real. Like, for one, he was married. Married people had sex and babies. Anna pulled away from him, but it was too late. He wrapped his arms around her, his palms making imprints on her back, one sliding down her spine along the stiffness of her red Max Wright shirt to the waist of her black Max Wright pants. Don't be shy, he said, dipping his mouth to her neck, pressing his smooth lips on the arch of muscle from her behind her ear to collarbone. And don't be mad. But she was mad. Why didn't you come by last night? You said you would, she asked, knowing the answer because it was going to be a version of the one he always gave. My mom was at work all night. Matthew had a thing at school. Big preschool parents' night. Whatever, Sig said, his voice low and soft, his lips on her earlobe. But let's not talk, okay? Anna felt him tugging at her shirt. Her hand uncurled a little. Her body resisted and then relaxed. Sig made her feel the way ah felt in her throat, a feeling dark and round and red and hot, nothing like anything she'd felt before she'd met him. The kisses she'd had up to Sig's were nothing. The boys in their wiry skinny bodies and urgent body parts, nothing to this. Sig moving her toward the desk, opening her shirt one, two, three. His hands were on her breasts, and just like that, She gave up, as always. Her hands at his belt, zipper, pants, underwear, body. Her legs spread, his body pushing at and then inside her. Five minutes later, it had already been over for a minute. Sig was slicking back his hair, his shirt tucked back into his pants, the used condom wrapped up in a deli meat delivery invoice and buried in poor Sue's trash can. Blinking into the dark yellow light of the windowless office, her heart rose and then sank, and then hit the dirty concrete floor with a splat. Are you going to come by tonight? She asked, trying to fill her voice with air. Babe. Sig took one last long look at himself in the mirror, angling his face this way and then that, feeling his chin, his jaw, his right cheek his left. Anna could imagine her hand again on his face, 
the crackle of Hour's old beard. No can do. Weekly family dinner. You know how Dina is about that. Anna smoothed her shirt, her apron, picked up the gun. Okay. Gotta get out there on the floor. He tugged one last time on his collar, pulling at the front as if it could cover his large Adam's apple, which it never would. Wait a while before you walk out of here. Sig was staring at her forehead as he moved close to her this time, blinking, distracted, his hands on her shoulders, a kiss over her left eye. And then he opened the door and left, leaving it cracked open. Anna sat down on the desk chair and breathed in pickle juice and olive oil. She and Sig hadn't had sex for a couple of weeks. And even though he'd lasted only minutes...